and Rob McGregor welcome you to a place where all kinds of phenomena flourish. Voices whisper, ancient secrets, signs and symbols are abundant. UFOs, ETs, ghosts, and even the dead move about freely. Here we meet authors, researchers, and investigators of the mysterious, the strange, and of the inexplicable anomalies that surround us. Step out of the everyday world and take a journey into the mystical underground. Welcome to the Mystical Underground. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob McGregor. And Trish McGregor. And our producer and tech magician, John Posey. You can go to themysticalunderground.com where we make regular blog posts and where you can find out about our books. Our most recent nonfiction book is Phenomena, Harnessing Your Psychic Abilities. Trisha's latest novel is White Crows to be released in 2022. And Rob's latest novel is Tool Puzz. Our upcoming nonfiction book is called The Shift, Reports from the Mystical Underground, which relates to some of the stuff we've been doing here. <laughs> Our guest today is Adrian Ross Duncan, an astrologer and author who lives on an island in the Baltic Sea. Yeah, his, books are right. doing, <laughs> his books are Doing Time on Planet Earth and Astrology, Transformation and Empowerment. He has also developed several astrology apps. His website at AstroWow features provocative articles on current affairs. Welcome, Adrian. Are you still living on that island? I am. It's a very beautiful, a bit cold right now, but, uh, you know, I have a have a view of uh, Sweden to the north, Denmark to the, the east, and, no, the west, and Russia to the east, if, oh if I had good eyesight. <laughs> yeah. Move away from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I've got a lot of questions for you. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Yeah, they're all difficult. <laughs> okay, with, with the United States about to experience its first Pluto return, explain to us what that means. And do you see a paradigm shift resulting in what should we expect? Yeah. Okay, I, I think it's really difficult to know what it means because there's, uh, there's not many countries that you can compare it to. Uh, it's like one of the first major countries I can think of with a good horoscope that you can use, um, you know, that's experiencing a, a Pluto mm -hmm. return. So it's a, it's a, it happens every 247 years, I think. Uh, and uh, so what happens now is that Pluto is a, entering the degree, 27 degrees Capricorn, that where it was when the uh, in America declared its independence. So, um, <laughs> So, you know, we have to, you have to understand what Pluto means in America's horoscope first, and then you have to understand that, that what it means is likely to come bubbling up to the surface again. Uh, so that's like the background. Mm -hmm. Pluto is in the, the second house, right? In the horoscope. Right. So, the and it's opposite Mercury too, you know. So, so Pluto in the second has a lot to do with the, mm, uh, the secret money slushing around in America, you know, it's like Pluto in the second. It's like the power of, um, you know, the power of the large corporations, the power mm -hmm. of uh, now maybe Facebook and Amazon and, and that kind of thing. Uh -huh. But also because of the Mercury opposite Pluto, it's very much connected with the conspiracies. Uh, you know, in other words, the American people, is very susceptible to um, going off on a tangent and Im imagining that there's a lot of secret things happening under the surface. And there may mm. well be, uh, but on the other hand, obviously, uh, a lot of the conspiracy theories that bubble up are, are just a sort of paranoid kind of uh, theories. Uh -huh. uh, so you can expect with the return of Pluto, you can expect a uh, a, a tremendous more, you know, more of this kind of conspiracy theories, a lot of kind of underground activities undermining uh, America, maybe some kind of economic, uh, 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 economic mm, radical change. Um, and, you know, because Pluto 
1776, was it, uh, with the independence of America, it was it went from Capricorn to Aquarius, you know, over the next few years. And, um, and, and, and America was still fighting the British, you know, for five mm. years that they didn't mm. defeat them until, uh, I don't know, 1781 or something like that. And, um, uh, you know, so it was a period of turmoil and upheaval. And by the time the Americans had thrown out the the um, British uh, in in America in France, they kind of also uh, was a revolution which got rid of the monarchy. Uh, so historically, this kind of period, which we haven't seen for two hundred and fifty uh-huh. years, really, uh, is is about to repeat itself. So both in America and in probably, you know, in some other places, well, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, change and, and upheaval. Um, mm. uh, getting specific about what that upheaval is, um, maybe we'll get into that with, um, with um, further questions. Okay, um, yeah. But how about, uh, what will Pluto's return have, uh, will, will it have any effect on the trajectory of uh, COVID? I, I, well, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, the actual pandemic started with this massive conjunction of uh, Jupiter, Pluto and Mars in March 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was when the lockdowns began. And uh, I, I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that Pluto coming to, yeah, uh, I think that it was more, that was more to do with this kind of lockdown and 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 uh-huh. panic, economic panic, the Pluto thing. I, I, um, Stephen Forrest, great American astrologer, he 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 thinks that the Pluto is square Eris. Uh, you know, it's um, Pluto is square Eris. Eris is the planet that's recently been discovered beyond Pluto, and mm-hmm. the square between Pluto and Eris is like happens every six hundred years or something like that, and and it's actually in square in two thousand and twenty one and two thousand and twenty two. Uh, so you know, it could be measured by that. Um, what I think is that really um, the the whole thing about social distancing uh, mm-hmm. is obviously Saturn in Aquarius because Saturn represents restrictions and Aquarius represents kind of groups. Um, you know, so as soon as uh, uh, what you're getting now is that in 2021 and two. Saturn and Uranus are square each other, and uh, Uranus is like freedom, and Saturn is like restriction. So what's happening is that people, you know, some people are hate to be told to get vaccinated, right. wear, wear masks. That's the Uranus side of it, and the government, Saturn and Aquarius, you know, has a responsibility to the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's it's uh, it, you know, there's this incredible conflict happening. But I, I think that as Saturn moves out of Aquarius, which it will do in 2023, uh, this social distancing will be a thing of the past. I also think that what's pe- it's peaking now here in December because the third Saturn-Uranus square is taking place in, here in December. There's a kind of um, uh, close square in uh, around September in total. 2022. So, the now I'm sure there'll still be a lot of different things happening with social distancing and, and government interference. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's so much Pluto. I think it's more the Saturn Uranus square in connection with controlling the population. You could say. Mm. How about the actual effects of the pandemic uh, on? Uh, yeah. no, that's vast. That that, yeah. that that's that really the pandemic was the instrument. Uh, for uh, a total transformation, global transformation. Uh Everybody in the world has been going around with masks on, right? I mean, who's ever heard of a thing like that? Uh, uh, And masks actually are connected with Pluto, so there is a sort of correlation, that's for sure. But um, uh, but, um, what's happening is that there's a new social and economic um, paradigm uh, being born because of the the, the pandemic. Amaz- amazingly, even the American government is is throwing cash at people. You know, uh, right. to survive the, the 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 pandemic. It's like whoever heard of that? It, it, <laughs> every government's been doing this. You know, um, 
and so money has has taken on a completely different meaning um and what the consequences of that is going to be is like a little un, uh, uncertain but obviously there's a you know quite it's quite an inflationary thing but it uh-huh. might work out i don't know but it's you know there's going to be economic uh, repercussions that's, um, mm. next year i'm sure a positive economic or bad economic. oh well no i think there's going to be some inflationary problems and then uh-huh. uh, you know the the that could bring about a certain financial uh, financial crisis, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go too far along that line, but uh, um, I think that it's going to have some consequences, which I can't quite work out right now. Mm-hmm. Adrian, when you were on our podcast in October of uh, last year, you accurately predicted the outcome of the November election. You saw Trump disappearing from the political scene, but clearly he hasn't quite gone away yet. And he's raising a lot of money for, uh, which is unusual for an ex-president and uh, planning on coming back. Uh, what what happened? Why why is he still around? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. That, oh, that's a big question. I think. You know what's happened to the Republican Party? Maybe is uh, uh, right. sort of yeah. the bigger question. Um, I, 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 I still think that Trump will not. You know, I don't think he'll be elected president again. Um, uh, I, I, but he, I, and I'm still unsure about whether he'd even declare his candidature. Um, that there are a lot of things happening right now also in the republican party horoscope which is like there's a sort of there's both a uranus and a neptune influence the uranus influence is is very much connected with trump's disruptive you know he's a disruptor he he he, Mm -hmm. wherever he moves or goes he creates division and disruption Uh, and that's because in his horoscope he's born with a uh, an, a lunar eclipse on Uranus, so that that really uh, kind of triggers a sort of uh, uh, split. Mm. In, it, it's totally clear in his horoscope that if he's president, he creates division in the country. Mm. Uh, you know, because the president's horoscope definitely, you know, has this uh, uh, profound effect on the the country while the person's president. So Biden's got a completely different makeup. You know, he, he's got a pretty strongly. Uh, compassionate and empathic horoscope, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know. So he he's definitely a healer, whereas uh, Trump is a, a disruptor. Uh-huh. So will he run? He may, because basically he undermines every other Republican who's who, who might want to run. Um, will he win? No, he won't win. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, he seems. It's almost as if. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just, yeah, okay. It, what, what? I mean, to You're me, cry. I know, really. <laughs> I feel like doing. I mean, to me, the Republican Party seems like it's become a death cult. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, was, historically, was, the Republicans were, were were the people who actually united America, uh-huh. uh, um, you know, and fought for emancipation of slavery and all that. Uh, obviously, they've certainly lost that uh, connection these days. I think, you know, there's a lot of what the whole idea about white supremacy, I think it's the mm-hmm. kind of uh, push button issue in the Republican Party. And it kind of works, you know, if you push that button, you get a, re- a lot of intense support, which mm-hmm. is what Trump Trump has done. Uh, and, you know, this idea that, well, you know, theoretically, I think in 2050, there's going to be more ethnically diverse Americans than white Americans. Right. Uh, right. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's, they're obviously fighting a losing battle. But, you know, and, and, and right now uh, it's, it's, a, it's very dis- disheartening, I think, to see that the Republican Party realizes they can't win an election. They yeah. have to. Uh, they have to manipulate the gerrymander, the boundaries, mm-hmm. and manipulating the vo- voting rules. In fact, everything they accuse the Democratic Party of doing with elections. <laughs> yeah, they, projections. Yeah. Yeah. projections. Yeah. So that's like. Hmm. And so what I'm thinking, and I may be wrong, and I, I, I but I hope I'm right. Uh, 
what I'm thinking is that um, uh, because of this incredibly strong Neptune and Uranus influence, which Trump was like part of, so so Uranus creates disruption, but Neptune uh-huh. creates dissolution. Um, and if you look at the Republican Party horoscope in 2024, everything kind of aligns uh, to create a, a, a kind of, um, it's like a socialist signature actually, but it can't be that, so it must be something else. It's like um, the dissolution of power or the dissolution mm-hmm. of structure. It's because the sun progressed, uh, activates Neptune, so for the Republicans, that means that kind of disorientation and it squares Saturn and that could mean mm. great disappointments. And not only that, but there's a Saturn-Neptune conjunction happening in 2025 right on the Republican Party's sands. I just don't see that as a winner combination. I think they'll be licking their wounds and uh, reinventing the party it's because tough. they're probably going to find out that um, you know, it'll only work for a certain amount of time. What, what Trump has done, you know, which is basically mm, a populistic message, message, which, you know, uh, touches hot button issues with, you know, people who, who feel uh, marginalized. Uh-huh. You know, you can only do that for a while. I, I, I don't think, well, I may be wrong, though. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay, I can go on. I'm sure you've got more questions. <laughs> so, so, um, one of the maybe the biggest event uh, in America this year is the January sixth insurrection. Uh, did you see that uh, uh, coming up? Yeah, yeah, I didn't write about that because I, I, I kind of I didn't think there was going to be an invasion of the capital. <laughs> but uh, I did say that Trump wouldn't accept the accept. Uh, I say he'd lose and he wouldn't accept it. The um, election result, and he'd fight it with every means at his disposal. That's all I could come up with. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, so there was the insurrection there, and and basically, you know, Trump is a, an insurrectionist. He, you know, and and America was born in insurrection. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, um, it's not like he's out of touch with um, the zeitgeist of. Uh, of uh-huh. the, the the kind of um, you know Midwest or anything like that he, you know and I do notice uh, something that that maybe might show that he runs as a candidate next next uh, election he's got this um, he's got this MC it's the mid heaven it's the career point uh, at twenty five degrees Taurus um, uh, and. At the next election, Uranus is, ex- and it's an 84-year cycle, so it only happens once in his life. Uranus comes on that point, his, his career point. Uh, that uh-huh. is like in, in November 2024. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> now, if he was if he was a young man, uh, well, I don't know. It, it shows a career change normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the age of 78, which will be at that time, uh, Uranus, if he's a candidate, He'll probably try and make an insurrection. Uh, that's Uranus mm. on the MC. So then he's going to be a revolutionary. He's going to be too uh-huh. old. Um, uh, I, I, you know, so if he runs as a candidate, he'll. I think he'll lose, and I think he'll try uh, to make another insurrection. Hmm. Okay. And this happens in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really interesting, actually, because of the election in 2024, Pluto's still in Capricorn. But at the inauguration in January 2025, uh, Pluto's entered Aquarius. So it's it's, there's a huge uh, there's a huge paradigm shift at that uh, Uh, change. uh Well, you know, the major the major paradigm change was in in the 2020 election. Uh, Mm -hmm. But. This is a, like a Pluto uh, uh, epoch that begins with, with Pluto in Aquarius. You know, and when Pluto enters a new sign, it tends to um, want to make a sort of um, uh, a, a little display of what it's capable of. Uh-huh. You know, like Pluto in, in Scorpio in the 80s was like AIDS, and Pluto in Sagittarius was like terrorism. Pluto in Capricorn was like bank crashes. So mm. Pluto in Aquarius is going to be, and this is the big question, what it's going to be, but some might say the death of democracy, because Aquarius is, um, uh, you know, um, 
uh, kind of democratic. And uh, Pluto might want to make some kind of statement about what what is democracy exactly. Um, hmm. I mean, that's one scenario. That's one scenario. So I, I, one scenario is a little bit paranoid that, that Trump is a candidate, loses, makes an insurrection. And, uh-huh. you know, it's a real battle. Uh, the other but one this, is that he doesn't is- run at all. Yeah. This insurrection, though, and our history of insurrection, is, what happened in 1776 is about freedom and getting away from an oppressor. And now this, uh, the insurrection seems to be go- going in the other direction to get oh, rid of That's only democracy. according to you. That's only according to you. Right, uh, <laughs> there's two I sides mean, to the coin. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there was a survey done of Republicans, right? And I think it was like 60%. I may be wrong. Uh, so, and their answer to the question, is force justified to ensure democracy in our country? Uh, 60% of Republicans said yes. Uh, you know, and as as there's twice as many Republicans as Democrats with guns, um, uh, I don't want to paint too bad a picture, but I don't think it's going to go that way. But um, I'm I'm just saying that for for the people who are Republicans today, and that's like 50 percent of the population, uh, they are going to think that it is for freedom. Yeah, true. I mean, nobody yeah. wants to view themselves as the bad guy. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, they think, you know, Democrats, uh, that's the problem, really. I mean, 50 years ago in America, it wasn't a big deal whether you're a Democrat or a right. Republican. But today, yeah. it, it's a huge deal. You wouldn't, a Democrat wouldn't marry a Republican today. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so what does Trump's future look like now? You're out from the Biden inauguration. Do you see his financial downfall coming with all these pending lawsuits and potential criminal charges. I mean, I I think, you know, he has this, he's got Venus and Saturn in conjunction in cancer, uh, late cancer, which is um, currently Pluto's opposing that. So that's why you're getting all Uh these lawsuits trying to uh, get hold of his tax returns and everything else that the Trump organization has sort of been doing, you know. And and, uh, I mean, I can't imagine that there won't be some success. There's going to be some success getting... Uh, this information out. Um, now, that isn't going to impress his supporters, I'm sure. They just see it as another conspiracy. But, uh, right. but um, I don't know, you know. I mean, basically, Americans are sensible people. Um, you know, basically, they, they, they're really democratic and democratically motivated. They're very engaged, more so than in Europe. Uh, and in the end, I think common sense would turn people slightly away from Trump because of the, you know, because of these repeated scandals mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what's going on in his financial scene and his his life. You know, I think that I think that in the next election, if he's a candidate, this will weigh strongly against him. Um, yeah. yeah, there's questions, you know, whether he's a billionaire or whether he's somebody Pauper. in debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, he's managed very, very well so far to uh, to frustrate all kinds of uh, investigations in that. It's amazing. He's a, and he's got a quite a good horoscope for um, for good fortune and success. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, so you know it's really difficult to win a court case against Trump. Yeah, hmm. and he just delays and delays. That's his tactic. Yeah, <laughs> it seems to work, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So what about what's coming up in 2022? We have an uh, election for the, uh, Congress. Um, yeah. Do Republicans um, take the House and Senate, as everybody is saying? At least the House uh, seems to be uh, widespread uh, consensus that the Republicans are going to take it, and, and the Senate is uh, up for grabs. Can I cry? Exactly. <laughs> and historically, too, you know, the opposition party often wins right. the House and Senate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the basis. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so you'd think that everything's because you'd think that all predictions would be like, you know, easy regarding the November, the November what eighth or something election in two thousand twenty-two. Um, however, uh, there's something really, really strange happening on that day of that election. 
Oh, it really is extraordinary. Um, I've never seen a horoscope like it, actually, for an election. Uh, and um, and that's because there is a um, an exact lunar eclipse, uh, eclipse of the moon on that uh, day. Uh, oh, and and it's at like, you know, so the sun's at eight degrees Scorpio, the moon's at eight degrees Taurus, and Uranus, oh, no, maybe it's 12, I don't know, something like that. Uranus is, well, maybe it's 16. Uh, I can't quite remember now. Um, anyway, Uranus is also exactly on the moon and exactly uh-huh. on the sun. So there's a lunar eclipse on Uranus. That is like so explosive uh, and so unpredictable. Uh, you know, that I, I, I just wonder, you know, like if, if, if the Republicans won the, the Senate and the House, um, then that would be like nobody's going to be that surprised. Uh, yeah. But th- this election is like a, a huge surprise somehow. Yeah. Uh, so I just don't know. I'm just absolutely flummoxed, actually. I mean, one one scenario is uh, that that they don't win. <laughs> you know, they don't win. The That'd House, be a big surprise so, to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and the Senate. Well, in Georgia, but that. But that they they uh, create, you know, that there's because of the Uranus thing again, right? Uh, that they create, um, uh, you know, huge uh, demonstrations, riots, whatever, chaos. Uh, yeah, to uh, to contest because you know it's the big steal again, um, right. you know, and it's all been manipulated by Biden. And they're not going to accept the results. You know, basically, Republicans don't accept the results of elections anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, that's that's how so the Democrats won. Excuse me. Yeah. That's that's how the Democrats won Georgia with uh, two Democratic senators winning a state that's usually very red. Uh, and basically, Trump went in and s- said, "You can't trust uh, the Republicans here. You can't uh, trust the election." So people just didn't show up. Yeah, that's a theory, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, that's a possibility, I suppose. I don't know, you know, what's going to happen. I'm expecting some kind of uh, uh, surprise. Okay. Um, um, now, it's an eclipse in Taurus. A moon in, in, uh, by the way, Trump's born with a lunar eclipse. So there's a sort of, you know, there's oh, a lot okay. of eclipse. And it makes me think that, that Trump's kind of pretty strongly involved. You know, that, that mm-hmm. would be a, a time he might announce his, his candidacy, for example. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, it's in Taurus and Scorpio. That makes me think that it's more an economic uh, thing going on. So that, that, for example, that unpredictable economic events in 2022 mm-hmm. make that this election very pivotal. I, I don't know. Of course. Adrian, you know, when's the last time there, there was a lunar eclipse on Uranus? Well, I, that's a good question. Would it would have been mm, uh, uh, the the eclipse cycle is an eighteen year cycle. Right. Um, uh, I, but I'm I'm willing to bet there's never been a uh, one so precisely on Uranus mm-hmm. for, for, okay. for, for yeah I kind of I don't think there's been one for for I don't know maybe hundreds of years I may be wrong uh, but the the exactness of this is extraordinary. Huh. Oh, wouldn't an economic uh, disruption this year favor the Demo- or the Republicans? He's talking about 2022. Yeah, this I mean 2022. Yeah, 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 right. We're sort of nearly there. <laughs> um, yeah, well, of course, they're going to make a big thing about that. But right. um, I don't know. Everybody's been getting lots of money. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe, you know, obviously, if you look at it objectively, Biden's initiatives it benefits Republican voters and much more than Trump's initiatives would. Um, I don't know. You know. Uh, I just don't know. Uh, it's going to be uh, extremely exciting. Uh, more exciting than any other uh, midterm election, I think. <laughs> How Especially is- if you're watching it from an island in the Baltic Sea <laughs> instead of here. <laughs> island in the Baltic. Uh, so yeah. I don't expect any any insurrections here. (laughs) (laughs) How interested are Europeans in uh, American politics? What's going on? 
that's a good question. Um, I'm interested, you know, because uh, strangely enough, uh, my son is on America's Mercury and my Mercury is on America's sun. Uh, so I, I just like, I'm, I'm always absorbed in American. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people are very interested. Um, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, but obviously maybe not. Well, I don't know. A lot of people I think are very interested. Yeah. Europeans seem to be much more knowledgeable about America than Americans about uh, European nations. There's no doubt well, about that. Well, yeah, I, I, I suppose that's a bit true, yeah. Um, um, yeah, what can I say? <laughs> Do you see this whole transitional thing as a paradigm shift? Yeah, the paradigm shift is, is quite clear, it, it's, mm-hmm. but it's something else. It, there was the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction oh. it, it, that took place at zero degrees Aquarius mm-hmm. in December 2020. That alone, that, that event alone, because it's the first time in 800 years that there's been uh, this change. Um, it's a long story with Saturn and Jupiter conjunctions. They take place every 20 years, but 200 years in a, in a particular element, and now that the whole cycle has moved into an air element, and that began in December right. 2020, and it'll last for 200 years. So uh, there is absolutely a new paradigm uh, uh-huh. that takes place. And, and I, I pretty much predicted in uh, like eight, six years before the election in 2020 that the president, whoever was the president at that time, would not be the president after December 2020, because it's such a big paradigm skip. Hmm. shift that um, that you uh, you know that I couldn't imagine the same system uh, right. and, and partly you see this with, with this whole uh, economic package uh, infrastructure package that's taking place with Biden now it's part of, of this amazing uh, it's a hmm. huge huge consciousness change which we, we which is slowly dawning well you know, it's dawning on us now it's a, an Aquarian uh, 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 epoch uh, beginning, which is uh, uh-huh. you know completely um, uh, different from the materialistic, capitalistic, um, resource demanding, you know, the previous two hundred years when the, uh-huh. the conjunction cycle was in Earth signs, uh, and and that was really to do with um, really plundering the Earth's resources, mining and uh, you know, burning and smoke and all that. And we're mm-hmm. moving into this um, new era where there's no burning, there's no smoke. Uh, it's all clean. It's all electric. Uh, uh, it's all connected. Everybody's friends. <laughs> you know, That's amazing. Uh, yeah, friends through Facebook, I mean. Uh, but, yeah. you know. It's a kind of unifying, socially unifying influence, and and it, which is, it's just beginning. So we've got no idea really of um, of what the world's going to be like in in fifty years. Yeah. Well, what about the more short term? Uh, what about Biden's <laughs> chart? Uh, does he look like a one term uh, president to you? I do think so, um, and the reason I predicted he was going to win uh, was a really extraordinary thing. It was, it was like I. Predicting who's going to win an election is really, really difficult, you know. And and I don't think, you know, generally it's not very, you know, not very credible. Uh, because yeah, because you know, if you could do it easily, you'd you know, you just everybody would right. predict the win, and you put all your money on that and you'd get rich. Um, <laughs> but uh, easier to see it in reverse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there was this one thing in Biden's horoscope. I knew he was going to win. Uh, it's difficult to explain, but it was connected with Mercury in his horoscope, which um, um, in an evolutionary kind of perspective, it um, uh, progressed Mercury, went stationary opposite Jupiter for four years. And it happened. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, and uh, Jupiter is right on America's, his Jupiter is right on America's Mercury. It's like, oh, it was just like a, uh, incredible serendipitous uh, uh, development in his horoscope, uh, uh-huh. which I saw as a four-year kind of thing. Uh, so um, uh, I, I, I just, well, I was really sure he was going to win because of that, uh, which made me very happy when I discovered it <laughs> in the horoscope. You know, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but then, you know, uh, will it last more than four years? It'll be 82, you know. Um, mm -hmm. ooh, I, I, I think, though, I don't think he will. No, I think that, mm -hmm. that somebody else will replace him. Yeah. Hmm. From the other party or? I uh, know, I think that, <laughs> well, yeah, I think before the, 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 before the election, um, I may be wrong, but I think that there'll be another You don't see candidate. him running then? No, I, I think that he'll be replaced by another candidate for the yeah, okay. election. Yeah. Yeah. I may be wrong, uh, but I noticed that in Camilla, what's her name? <laughs> Camilla. Kamala Harris. Yeah. yeah. Kamala Harris. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up because of the yeah, Kamala Harris. Uh, yeah, Prince Charles married to Camilla. Yeah. Uh, Kamala Harris. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, she's got a pretty good, uh, yeah, she had a wonderful, um, wonderful progressed horoscope for 2020 becoming vice president and and then there was a, a kind of rather interesting <laughs> rather interesting development in her you know in in about three years time which you could interpret it in many ways but one of them is it's like mercury goes retrograde on on the sun mercury's like the the assistant the sun is like the the, 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 the hero the leader you know, and so Mercury on the sun could be like taking over from the sun. I, I, I just think that, so my guess, and I'm like, I want to put my money on it. My guess is that he'll, that Kamala Harris will be the candidate for the next election. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I have yeah. another thing that, that might back that up, actually. Uh, but I may, I'm going on, on a little tangent, maybe. Um and that is that uh, at the um, as I mentioned at the inauguration in 2025, Pluto is in. It just moved into Aquarius. Well, mm -hmm. uh, the inauguration horoscope is always got the sun. It's always on the 20th of January, so it's always right. got the sun at uh, one degree or zero degrees Aquarius. Always. So, um, so the sun. So Pluto is going to be on the inauguration sun. That's going to be a sun Pluto conjunction. And, and that's all, all already a really extraordinary indication about the next president. You know, like it sounds like somebody completely new. But yeah. uh, uh, here's the thing. Uh, um, when Obama was president, Pluto transit was um, went over the American sun. And you know, Pluto is actually connected with Africa and black people and uh, stuff like that. So, you know. Uh. Pluto on the sun was like um, a good indication of Obama presidency. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering if the inauguration sun Pluto would show a, uh, a black female, or a black president. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a long shot, but... Um, uh, I need to come study with you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, you know, like, um, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not a sure thing. It's more like inch, a combination of intuition and astrology. Right. Well, yeah, right. I'm not very intuitive, but I've got a lot of, um, uh, you know, I look at, I, I study it a lot. So it's sometimes things arise, and and this idea that that the sun Pluto could be a black president is one of them. Ah. So Adrian, astrologically, do you see any end to the chaos and division in politics that were uh, going on here and elsewhere in the world as well? Yeah, no, no, I don't. I think that. Um, <laughs> At a time when there's a paradigm change like this, uh, you know, with the Saturn-Jupiter uh, conjunction cycle moving from Earth to air, and then with Pluto moving from Capricorn to Aquarius, uh -huh. um, I, 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 I certainly think that the the 20s, 2020s, is a time of of a huge change in our people, and 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 with these changes, there's often the kind of a chaotic. Uh, sure. Yeah. Chaotic. Yeah. You can imagine how it was in America as Pluto went from Capricorn to Aquarius and uh, they got independence, or in France as Pluto went from Capricorn to Aquarius and hmm. uh, you know, there was revolution and like that. Um, so yeah, chaos. I, I'm, I, I, it would be nice if it wasn't so chaotic, but <laughs> I'm sure it will be. It might be. Um, it might be quite an interesting sort of chaos, though, because. I think that because of this paradigm shift into air, I, I think that um, that sort of shooting people and wars and stuff, uh -huh. uh, I, I don't think it's so like realistic. Um, you know, I don't think anybody's going to win anything from 
that. Um, mm-hmm. This all cyber uh, and hybrid kind of uh, uh, warfare um, now. And, um, you know, more can be gained from that. Uh, um, you know, so I, I don't think I don't think people are really going to take their arms up against their fellow citizens and all that, or even globally are going to do that. So, so what, I, yeah. Have you looked at Putin's chart? Uh, he's got 175,000 troops at the <laughs> border of Ukraine. Uh, what's he doing? Well, I mean, Putin's looking after the interests of Russia and mm-hmm. uh and the interests of Russia are, and I've got to say that NATO, or the Western nations, were not very clever in encouraging Ukraine. I mean, I'm going back like 20 years now, mm-hmm. um, encouraging Ukraine, like even sort of waving the idea of joining NATO, etc. Obviously, that was going to really upset Russia. Uh, right. So I think what what Putin's doing, but I may be wrong is that uh, he's sort of saying, look, just don't mess around here. You know, I'm, we, I, I will not have uh, Ukraine as a Western power, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, and definitely not as a NATO power. So, you know, it, it's, it, I think that he's like saying, um, don't you dare uh, sort of invite Ukraine into NATO. Uh, hmm. And America, nobody wants to go to war um, yeah. about Ukraine. So he's got the upper hand here, but he doesn't want to to have a war because he, he, you know, it's going to ruin the Russian. Huh. Uh, so I'm not worried about that. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that Putin will will uh, be ejected from power in 2025. Really? Oh, yeah. really? I thought I thought he just uh, put himself in power until 2037. Yeah, 2036, I think. Yeah, he did. He did. But uh, I would be <laughs> really, really surprised if he survives beyond about 2026. Okay. Oh, uh, and I think that that will be because of it. <laughs> talking about insurrections, I, I think mm. that's, that there will be a um, some kind of insurrection against him now. So in Russia, there'll be an insurrection. Yeah, right. I mean, something like that. So he'll be ejected, uh, and a new, a new kind of system will will be inaugurated in Russia. That's what I think, and the, the reason I think that is, if you look at uh, Russian history or Soviet history, um, that it's always responded to Saturn-Neptune conjunctions, like uh, the revolution in 1917, Saturn-Neptune right. conjunction. Stalin died 35 years later, Saturn-Neptune. The Soviet Union dissolved 35 years later, Saturn-Neptune. Mm. And the next Saturn-Neptune is in 2025. And it's yeah. a really, really dramatic one because it takes place just on the cusp of Aries from Pisces to Aries. So it's like, um, it's like suggests this, this, the total end of uh, an era and a, a, new be- a new beginning, you know. Mm. So I uh, can't Im- imagine uh, Putin surviving that. Oh. Where, does, where does climate change fit in all this? Can you use astrology to uh, well, get perspective? You can, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, the thing is, you see, the age of Earth, the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction in the Earth size, Taurus, mm-hmm. Virgo, Capricorn, was all about business, capitalism, resources, who, who could oh, yeah. get hold of the resources, you know, and burning them. So everything you like, you burn the oil, you burn the coal. Um, you know, everything de- demanded fuel and, um, you know, every, every, everybody became extremely materialistic and they, they wanted everything and we got it all. Nice supermarkets, nice cars, nice, you know, everything. Um, uh, and it kind of uh, eliminated a lot of poverty in the earth, you know, it was, in that sense it was really great. But it created an enormous amount of pollution. We loved pollution. We love pollution. <laughs> Countries, uh, I mean, towns, historically, in the Industrial Revolution, they put up these power stations belching uh, huge clouds of coal smoke. Oh, yeah. uh, and they love, you know, we love them so much that we, we started buying cigarettes and sticking them in our mouths, and, you know. Um, uh, but in the new age of air, nobody's smoking, you know, and, uh, and no, no chimneys. There's no chimneys. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, you know, so yeah. um, the the uh, it's all electric, no exhaust pipes, 
no, no, nothing. Oh. Nothing's burning. No smoke hmm. being emitted. It's all windmills. It's all maybe nuclear. It's all uh, sun. Uh, you know, so so it, it reverses to a large degree hmm. the, uh, the 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 climate change process. Uh, it's not going to stop the melting of ice on poles, and water levels are probably going to rise, and and the extreme events are going to take place. But you know, climate events. But it, it's not. It, it's um, it'll stabilize if you know what I mean. Sure. Okay, wait. You live on an island. Is it a mountainous island? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that's? Uh, I ask myself the same question. Because uh, <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, it's a granite island, and uh, and I kind of live a slightly. I'm, I'm about a hundred yards from the sea, but um, mm. I'm elevated, so I, I can just about take the. I mean, they reckon that you know, in the worst scenario, that the sea levels could rise a couple of six feet, maybe six eight feet. Uh-huh. Uh, and my house is still going to be slightly above the water. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's not true for Florida. <laughs> no, it's not true for New Orleans or even New York. Yeah, um, yeah. but you know, um, Holland is like well, a third of the country is actually below sea level. Um, uh, they know how to handle it. And uh, uh, we've got, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit positive here. But, um, you know, I think that we'll devise methods to handle mm-hmm. these extreme events. Mm-hmm. But I, but, I like what but you I said. Do think, uh, sorry, I, I do think okay. that it's going to terribly affect uh, countries where drought arises. And, uh-huh. you know, this get, things are going to get just too hot. It's going to be too hot to live in some countries. And that's going mm-hmm. to create amazing uh, movements of population. Right. population. yeah. Um, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, population uh, uh, immigration to other countries and causing uh, political problems. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. And also, coastal cities could be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. places like uh, Bangladesh. I mean, are going to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, I, but on a lighter note, I like what you started out by saying your perspective on the island. There, you can see uh, <laughs> Sweden, cool. Denmark, and Russia. I mean. Here we had uh, Sarah Palin, who said she could see Russia from her porch, and you can see three countries <laughs> from your porch. Well, maybe I should get elected somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And I was lying as well, because I can't see them. I could if I had a you know, massive telescope. But, uh, <laughs> but they're out there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Where do you see, okay, you kind of answered this question, but... Where do you see humanity by 2025? That was one of my questions, but I think you answered Yeah, that. yeah. Well, I think the lovely, uh, the exciting thing, I mean, I might be dead, but um, I think the exciting thing about the last five years of 2000, of the 20s, that, that is that, you know, Pluto moves into Aquarius. Right. And, uh, and actually, pretty soon afterwards, Uranus moves out of Taurus, where it's been creating a lot of, uh, mm. you know, revolution in banking and finance and money. Um, uh, Uranus goes for a seven-year period, it enters Gemini. But in that seven-year period where it enters Gemini, which is very much connected with communication and transport and that, it is in harmony with Pluto. So there's a Pluto Uranus trine, oh, which true. actually continues like for years, like three years. They keep interweaving with this, knitting this uh, wonderfully harmonious pattern. Now, Pluto and Uranus are not exactly um, uh, cozy planets, but <laughs> in, in terms of um, uh, uh, technological advances, it's just tremendous. And and what we'll see, I and mean, it's just going to be wonderful, I can't wait really, um, oh. is that almost the whole car industry will be transformed into electric. And uh, yeah. that's the Uranus in Germany, okay. Pluto in the Congress. Uh, you know, so nobody's going to be buying petrol or diesel. No, no you'd never do that. You wouldn't buy a, a big fat television now, would you, if you can get a flat screen? television yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> nobody's going to buy a diesel car uh, you know really uh, in this in the second half of this decade yeah. well, so what we've got is a, is a whole you know cities everything's going to change the way cities are you know because mm-hmm. they're not just electric but they're all connected and, and, and yeah. 
you know, you won't even have. I mean, I can see a situation where you won't even have traffic lights. You know what I mean? Because wow. um, uh, why would you have that when every car knows where every other car is? Right. Hmm. Hmm. It's fascinating. So it's clean, right? No pollution. And if you've yeah. ever been to India or Delhi or something like that, it's appalling. Uh, the, first of all, there's a vast amount of traffic, uh, which moves at a snail's pace. And mm-hmm. secondly, the pollution is deadly. Yeah. Uh, and the, all these things will disappear in, in the future. So. Hmm. Obviously, the price of uh, <clears throat> electric cars would have to go down substantially from where, it, where it's at now in order for this to happen. <laughs> yeah, I see. You think you're bringing up the financial question. <laughs> you won't yeah. be able to buy one, though. Yeah, because right now a lot of most people, unless you have quite a bit of money, you won't be able to buy a petrol car, uh, yeah. a gas car. Uh, uh, you know, uh, soon. I, I mean, even India claims it won't sell any uh, 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 gas or diesel cars after 2030. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh. And Norway has definitely gone that way. So, in some countries are going to be completely electric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. So in in February 2021, you wrote an article on uh, your website uh, called Landslide in which you predicted the deconstruction of the Republican Party by 2024. Can you explain how this uh, will occur? I think you've already talked about this. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if I was a little bit optimistic, but... um, uh, yeah, I have kind of gone into that because uh, when I studied the horoscope for I about, can't remember, 1850, approximately, there was a, a formation of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there's you could really clearly see the influence of Trump uh, in, you know, when you followed the uh, predictive, you know, predict progressions and mm-hmm. stuff on that chart, uh, you know, and. And these pretty much continue until 2024, mm-hmm. uh, which, as I explained at that election, the the, uh, the Republican sun is opposite Neptune, which sounds like a dissolution. And anyway, the Neptune, uh, Neptune conjo- conjunction of transit Neptune comes on the Republican Party sun. So you've got a double kind of dissolution mm-hmm. influence. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I think it's pretty... Con- convincing really that they you know that they need to um they need to to uh be uh, spend some time in in a kind of um, um isolation yes you know uh-huh. where, in other words isolated from the political scene while they're um kind of reconstituting their values that's what i yeah. think yeah, do you think not, they'll be able to reconstitute their values after all this? Yeah, I do. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because they, 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 you know, I think that they'll go the other way, basically. They'll find, you know, what is it that turns on mm-hmm. the American people apart from, uh, you know, uh, like white supremacy thinking. Right. You know, like, um, for example, th- there's a genuine grievance that people like us, I believe most like us, who, who have kind of managed to get themselves a good education and stuff like that, um, you know, who then kind of look down our noses at uh, the, you know, you know, you know what I mean. Um, uh, you know, the people feel that, that they've been marginalized, in, in, uh-huh. especially in the Midwest and that. I think, you know, there's a way of reaching these people in a more creative way. Uh, and also, I think that, um you know, the Republican Party needs to reach out to ethnic minorities a lot more. Right. Uh, and I think they might very well succeed in that because if you sort of take the, for example, Indian mentality, when they emigrate to America, they're really interested in work, money, um, you know, they don't right. so they yeah. don't go over there to meditate. They go over to, uh, you know, make business. Yeah. And, and I think as a business-friendly um, uh, party Republicans could recreate themselves. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Democrats generally believe you know we really need a strong Republican Party to have a democracy. Where on the <laughs> other hand, 
Republicans don't necessarily think we need a Democratic Party at all. Uh, <laughs> and that leads to our last question. Uh, with more and more countries embracing authoritarianism, what's going to happen to democracy in the U.S. and worldwide? Scary. Yeah, I think there's a, two ways you can look at that. You could also reverse that question and say, um, with you know so many years of autocracy, uh, what's going to happen with it? Because I believe that autocracy is going to die. Um, uh -huh. uh, and, and the reason I think that is because, uh, you know, we've, it's like with this uh, incredible, um, last year there was this like combination of Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, all in Capricorn. And, and that, that was like a really autocratic influence. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, so if you looked around the world, you've got, you know, you've got Z in China and Putin, you've got Erdogan in, in, in Turkey and Duterte in Indonesia and Bolsonaro in, in Brazil, you know, and you name it. There was a, a autocrats in power. Uh, uh, no, they're going to they're going to be unseated from power. I hope um, you're right. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, so even China, I'm wondering what's going. I don't think Xi Jinping will actually um, survive 2025 to six because oh. Pluto actually, the uh, Chinese horoscope has got uh, the Moon and the ascendant in, in the very beginning of Aquarius, and Pluto mm -hmm. goes both out. So that sounds like a people's revolution to me. Yeah. But, Is that by progression? Uh, no, transit Pluto. Oh my uh, Their ascendant, the Moon. I, I, I'm not sure that it's necessarily terrible for China, but I, I, I don't think it's good for Z. Mm. But anyway, you know, the question is then, um, uh, what's going to happen to democracy? And, and that's yeah. a big question because, because you know, Pluto, Pluto enters Aquarius, and, and Aquarius is like you know the whole democratic thinking, right. but. But Pluto is like autocratic you know, in its sort. You know, it's like it's like giving power to the people. So what happens mm -hmm. when you give power to the people? Well, often you get violent revolution, like you've got in France. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and they started chopping off everybody's heads and you mm -hmm. know, French Revolution. You know, so it's not exactly. This doesn't sound, you know, like total democracy. Um, uh, I, I, so I am wondering. If there isn't going to be a sort of different form of democracy, it's funny actually. Right now, I think Biden and Western nations are having some kind of um, congress about the state of democracy, and and China right. has also had that having. And last weekend, I think they had another uh, congress about de democracy, like Chinese democracy, you know? right. <laughs> which is like a, what do you call that? Uh, you can't have a China. Uh, we can't have a Chinese democracy because it's like um, they're obviously very autocratic in in the sense that the party uh, rules everything. But they they claim that their system is 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 very democratic because at the grassroots level everybody kind of votes represent for representatives. And then when it goes right up to the top, the party uh, okay, then then it's democratically elected and. Um, yeah. Anyway, they had their arguments about you know, and they say, look at you know, look at America. That that's democracy is total chaos. Look at the way they <laughs> handle COVID. You know, look at the insurrection in uh, you know in on January the sixth. You know, that's you want that 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 kind of democracy. Yeah. Uh, so so they they they're kind of trying to change the argument about what democracy is, um, mm. which which is actually a false kind of. Idea, because if you study China, you'll see that you know, they pretty much control every every little yeah. thing. So it's not exactly democratic. You can't you can't even mention uh, Mao Zedong or or Xi Jinping in your social yeah. media. It will be removed. You know. So anyway, yeah, sounds like an uh, one. <laughs> yeah, if that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, but you know, I'm still wondering whether. So it might win some kind of favor, the Chinese view, you know, um, avoid chaos, uh, have Chinese democracy. Um, uh, so uh, what's going to happen to democracy? I think political systems are going to change, uh, mm -hmm. but I, I really don't quite know. How. Um, 
Well, from the Republican point of view, they see vaccine mandates as something really terrible that uh, repressive. And uh, there's uh, just today or yesterday, a senator uh, called it worse than anything that happened in the 20th century. <laughs> when you think about the Holocaust, World War II, World War One, the millions, hundreds of millions of people dying. Uh, and they think uh, that wearing a mask and uh, being uh, required to uh, get vaccines is worse. <clears throat> yeah, and that, that is this um, uh, representation of this Saturn square Uranus at the moment, because Saturn Aquarius is, is government restrictions and uh, right. social distancing, etc. Mm-hmm. And Uranus in Aquarius, uh, sorry, Uranus in Taurus is... Um, is like uh, don't interfere with my individual rights to enjoy exactly. life, mm-hmm. life. You know, and, and they're in square, and that square would get diminished in 2022 and disappear by 2023. So I, that's why I think that basically nobody's going to be arguing about um, COVID and masks. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I understand. You know, some you know, the Republicans have kind of taken this um, uh, view that. That you know they should they they are freedom you know they they right. yet yeah, every their, one of them has had at least five vaccines to in order to go to school uh, to start public <laughs> schools and nobody complained about it then. <laughs> no, I mean I, I, I it, we have a little bit the same problem in Europe as well, you know, but but basically not so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in Germany more, you know, because they don't they have a history of them. You know, they don't want any kind of Nazification yeah. or authoritarianism now. Um, and so they associate that with government control. But, yeah. you know, in places like Spain and that, it's like 80% vaccinated. And, you know, right. and Denmark. Yeah, John, uh, you want to jump in on this? Uh, any questions related to anything we're talking about, COVID or anything else? No, I think I'm, I think I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I think I've covered it. So. Yeah, we're, we've uh, covered our questions. And, uh, how can people get a hold of you? Oh, well, yeah, they should go to my website, which is called AstroWow, A-S-T-R-O-W-O-W.com, AstroWow. And that's not bad. You know, you can get a whole lot of free stuff, and get your horoscope done and, and <laughs> interpreted and all that, you know. So, uh, it's got great articles on there. Yeah, yeah good. I'm glad you like them. I write an article every month, uh, and actually, I'm just writing an article based on your questions because I, oh, I found really? it so interesting <laughs> that I, I started writing about it. And, oh, okay. uh, so that will be coming out in about a month or so. Okay. Sounds good. We'll look forward to it. Well, Adrian, you, you're just so I, – I, I need to study under you. You know so much more than I do. I mean, it's like – it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it's not embarrassing. I, I mean, I, I just – I kind of like mundane astrology and that. But I, I tell you what interests me most, and that is um, doing consultations and, um, uh, you know, where I, I like uh, kind of making, helping people make predictions mm-hmm. for their future and, and, and realizing them. And uh, that's, that's what really, really turns me on, actually. You know, what, what I found with Trish, too, with her astrology is that it awakens people to the reality of astrology, too, when she does a chart and they her she hardly knows these people, and she can just yeah. talk about them as if she's known them their entire life. <laughs> yeah, and it is so away. fantastic. It, it's fantastic for people to discover that there is actually a correlation between the cosmos, <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and the planetary movements, and their own lives. It's it's yeah. a fantastic uh, um, expansion of consciousness that takes yeah, place. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. is divination. Okay, Adrian. Now, when are you going to write another book? <laughs> I, I yeah I I I wrote a book in nineteen ninety and then one in two thousand <laughs> so I should have done one in two thousand and ten um, <laughs> but um, I, that's because I write so much other stuff and and, yeah. and I'm wondering you know about the nature of books I suppose do you know what I love at the moment is um, the whole idea that you can illustrate astrology with um, quotes and um, YouTube videos and. Uh, you know what people say and do, like make it like living, and um, you know, like so you, it's not just a what I think or a theory. Right. You actually get get people speaking the the horoscopes and that. I, 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 so I'm wondering, you know, about 
systems for, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I'm thinking that maybe not a book, uh, but maybe a YouTube channel that does okay. this sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Well, keep us keep us uh, in the loop so we can. Okay. Well, it. it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Pleasure talking yeah, to you. It's really so nice to connect. Yeah, thank you for and thank you for all the information. Yeah. It's much appreciated. Okay, well, thank you. Best yeah. of luck with everything. Yeah. Take care. Bye now. Okay, bye. Thanks for joining the Mystical Underground. Visit www.themysticalunderground.com for the latest blog post and book info. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Listen to the podcast at podcast.themysticalunderground.com. Follow Trish and Rob on Instagram at Trish and Rob McGregor. Follow us on Twitter at The Mystic Cast. Send email to podcast at themysticalunderground.com. And until next week, thank you for listening and stay mystical.